The following is a production of Best in the World Sports, a division of Definitive Visions Multimedia. You're listening to the Green Over Everything podcast with Jonesy and my man Brian. Brian. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the world famous Green Over Everything podcast, hosted by your boys Jonesy and Brown. Said uh, yesterday that I dusted this podcast off because we need to talk strictly Eagles. We need to talk Super Bowl because the team that we love, the team that we cover, the team that we follow, the team we cheer for is in the Super Bowl. Jonesy, last time we talked, we were still, we still had a game to play just to get to this level. We have a good guest. We we, we have a very good guest lined up. I'm looking forward to it. Looking real forward to that, but real quick before we bring our guest in, just wanted your quick thoughts on uh, the dominance that was the NFC Championship game. Well, I mean, when we talked before that game, we went through it. I felt like it was going to be a blowout. I I didn't think this time this bad, mm-hmm. you know, but you know, I didn't really. I didn't really feel like, despite what Brandon Ayuk says about being the best team and having plans to expose some stuff, you know, I felt like top to bottom, this Eagles roster was the better team. And whatever it was they were trying to do Mm -hmm. that they thought they were going to be able to use to expose stuff against the Eagles Mm -hmm. got two of their quarterbacks hurt. I I agree. So I agree. I'm um, pretty sure it didn't work. I had uh, Jason Ashworth on the show yesterday, mm-hmm. and because I had asked him, I had asked him a real quick question. I just said, you know, what happened to the 49ers fan base? This was a once proud fan base that cheered on Joe Montana and Jerry Rice, and now they're just a bunch of crying whiny babies talking about they got robbed. This was a fluke. Every you know just. You know, everything except for holding their coach responsible, holding him accountable for getting their quarterbacks killed. Just, just, you know, do just do what you're supposed to do. Say the Eagles were the better team that day. Mm-hmm. You know, we lost. Congratulations to them. That's what you're supposed to say. That is Regardless if you feel like if you play it 10 times, you'd have won nine. That day the Eagles were the far superior team. Yes. Yes. And then yes. All right, look, we got a good guest. Tell us about tell us today about the guest that we have on this show. So and I'm excited for this. Today's guest honestly, and, and I mean this honestly, one of the hardest working people in this business that I know. Like every time you look up, it's more content Mm-hmm. covering another game always on the go and and I love to watch her grind. Yeah. ESPN college reporter. Mm-hmm. I've seen her covering lacrosse, I've seen her covering basketball. I've even in the past seen her doing pro soccer games up in the booth on TV, but you know, that's what I mean. She's she's always grinding and she knows her sport, so we're looking mm-hmm. forward to this one. Okay. Oh, yes. We, yes. we, we got Renee Washington joining us today. Yes. Oh my goodness. Hey, Renee. Hey, family. <laughs> Renee, How's it I got, going? 
It's going well. It's going well. I love what y'all were saying before this. I was like backstage, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the great intro, too. Renee, oh, I got a bone. Lord. I got a bone to pick with you before we get started. Uh-oh. I have no idea. Yeah, I, I, it's, you know that's what we do here. You know, we we, we delve into the little gotcha uh, talk what every I now do? and then. I got a bone to pick do? with you. Here's the thing: when Jonesy and I first got started, when we first started our podcast career together, we uh, hosted a show called One on One with MJ, which then took a whole bunch of different transformations to get us here. You were one of our first guests. This is true. You were one of our first guests. We enjoyed having you. We enjoyed mm -hmm. talking to you. And like Jonesy said, now we've both of us have enjoyed watching you grow professionally. My issue is you have not been on our show since that first time. This is like it's taken us true. years. Yeah, I, she hasn't been on. That doesn't sound she, right. She hasn't that been doesn't on sound since right. that one time. I feel like I've been on one other time. I feel like it's Wait. been another time too. Yeah. I'm sure. I, I think, think so. I feel like it's been at least one more time. Okay. I uh, remember one time I was like scrambling in the car talking on the show. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And when was, what show was that? Was that Jonesy and Brown? Was that offense, defensive discourse, one on one with MJ? Oh, How is anybody supposed to remember all that? That's why I was on both because I was on offense, defense, and discourse, and I was mm -hmm. definitely on Jonesy and Brown. I see. Okay, I, I well, felt like it was two of them in there. Yeah. I don't know. If it, well, I, either, I either way, it's, like been, it's been too long. Bigger question is, uh -huh. why haven't I been invited back until now? Because we, the last thing I oh. told you, last time I talked to you. back at you. Last time I talked to you, I said you had a standing invitation. All you, you know the link. All you got to do is pop your little window like in. When you say to a relative, you can come over anytime. You know, my house is your house. You're welcome anytime. You don't fully. You know, obviously, you, you don't know my relatives because my relatives will pop in. You tell them they have a standing <laughs> invitation. They, next thing you, you come downstairs, Uncle Mike's at the dinner table. He's eating with us. Every, you know, it's, it's all good. Speaking of invitations, JB, we've been doing a show together for years, and I've still never had food from Smoke Forest One. Ooh. Ooh. This man has a whole Instagram page for his smoker. A whole Instagram page. I haven't tasted a bite yet, so. Well, you see what happened. And Mike Jones has been to my house. The plot thickens. He was What's at going on, JB? party like all right, well, look, you know, all right. Michael you know. came. We had a whole bunch of people from the from mm -hmm. the crew, mm -hmm. and he was there with his ugly sweater on. And JB, I'm still waiting. Also on, I didn't. I yeah, yeah. yeah no, well, so um, um. Well, Renee was great talking to you today. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Happy for all your success. Uh, that's another edition of the Green Over Everything podcast. We'll talk to you next time. Um, yeah, yeah. I think I'm I'm gonna go now. I, I think um, there's still a game to talk about. Okay. All right. Well, let's get into it then, sir. So, let, let let's start with what we just saw a little over a week ago. I believe I was seeing you post some pictures from down at the stadium during the game, or you tailgating down there. What was going Those on? Are old, but that you know, with social media, it's so easy to pretend. I actually was <laughs> not because I, yeah, I was not there. Okay, that. I was there a couple weeks prior, so I just 
reuse some of that content. Right? I, <laughs> okay. I thought I was there, so I was like, ah, that works. What'd you say? I said, ain't nothing wrong with faking it till you make yeah, it. Yeah, <laughs> it. I'll be around this weekend um, okay. for, for all the excitement. But yeah, it's it's been a wild time. And I feel like I'm always defending the Eagles, as y'all are too, because people still refuse to put respect on the Eagles. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we're going to win the Super Bowl, and then what else will it take? Like, and see, I, I'm glad I like you said that. Because like she, she just said, "Hey, we're gonna we're gonna win the Super Bowl." Because then the, what? This then week, what? I've made a decision. To, I, I'm gonna go public with something I felt since about week eight or nine. I actually sent it to JB and a friend mm-hmm. of ours, Javon Alford, in a text about a week or two ago. That yeah, they still have to finish the job, but. If they get the job done, we're going to look back at this team and not just say probably the best Eagles team we've ever seen. I think Howie Roseman has probably done a top five job at assembling a roster since the salary cap's been around in 94. Everything turned up for Howie, man. Everything came up Howie. This team, from you look at the offense, the defense, like where does this team – how do you measure this team? Like do you think – are they even the favorite going into this game for you? Let's start there. I don't think they're ever the favorite because people continue to disrespect the Eagles. They weren't the favorite last week. They were still not the favorite against the Giants, which is ridiculous. It's absolutely unbelievable that people actually have the nerve to say because the Giants were trending upward at the end of the season <laughs> and the Eagles lost two games without Jalen Hurts, that the Giants were going to walk in and, and knock off the Eagles at the link. So I still don't think – and I know they're not the, the favorite – but I think the crazy thing that makes this most exciting about those of us that are real fans and actually pay attention is mm-hmm. that this is a team we were, many of us, questioning why Jalen Rager, why Jalen Hurts, what's how, you know, looking in the draft a couple years mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. And when you fast forward, obviously Jalen Rager is not with the team anymore, but these moves all allowed us to have Jalen Hurts as QB1, playing mm-hmm. out of his mind, playing as one of the best quarterbacks in the league top five without a doubt we also were able to bring in an AJ Brown you got Devontae Smith who's playing so seasoned already at such a young Mm -hmm. age defensively when you look across the team the different pieces that were brought in in addition to other players like Darius Slay you know Hassan Reddick so bringing in new mixing with the old this is a team that last year people were like oh they got blown out by Tampa Bay and Tom Brady in the first round and I literally tweeted and I took a screenshot of it don't worry we'll be back that was the best thing that could have happened you're losing to a goat you're losing to a team that at the time was defending champs nobody mm-hmm. goes to even get to the playoffs you get playoff experience under your belt as a 500 team and for the young guys they get a taste of it and to now see them in the Super Bowl, it's no surprise. It's not luck. I don't care about the injuries because you know why those injuries happen? You're not protecting your quarterback. That's it. And so at the end of the day, this is absolutely one of the greatest teams because they've had a storybook turnaround. And when you look at how strong they are offensively and defensively and special teams, you don't see that often. You don't see that. Then the, I guess then the question is why – are people taking why is this team being slept on so much you know to to Jonesy's credit what he talked about you know just the assembly of this team something that I had also said was in it it's hard to call a 14 and 3 team an underdog 
You know, when mm-hmm. you're four, when you're fourteen and three, you know, you, you you can't really say that this team has been slept on or this team is. You know, this is this isn't an under the radar team. You know, but people are are doing so much and going so far to discredit this team. They're moving the goalposts. There are things that I've heard in conversations that I've never heard before. The quarterback can't be the MVP because the, the team was so good that it was <laughs> the, 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 the team is <laughs> I've never heard this before. Never. Never. I, I, I've never I, I've never seen uh, an MVP uh, uh, dis- discredited because of how good his team was. You know, same with coach of the year. Same with mm-hmm. that, that's why that's why Hassan Reddick isn't defensive, defensive player, of the, player of the year. And I'm sitting here and it's like, look, Hassan Reddick is not it's not a fluke. He is he's a legitimate, he is a legitimate premier edge rusher. And that's why when Kyle Shanahan decided to try and block him with the t- with the tight end two on his team, mm-hmm. he killed his quarterback. <laughs> Yes. He got his quarterback killed. That was Kyle Shanahan, the genius, the guy mm-hmm. everyone wants to, you know, wants to build up as that next guy. So I, I guess I just I don't understand, you know, when you lay out everything about this team, why is it that we are sleeping on this team? I, I that's what I that's what I don't understand. Tag me in, tag me in. So okay, first of all, it drives me crazy. I just think mm-hmm. it's so ignorant, to be honest, mm-hmm. to not give this team mm-hmm. their credit. This mm-hmm. is a team that, as you mentioned, they've won the NFC. They have the top team. The NFC ran through the, the Philly for a reason. This isn't a, a team that barely got in. That was a wild card. No, they, from the beginning, have been undefeated, unbeaten. And then if it weren't for Jalen Hurts getting hurt at the end of the season, they don't lose, definitely don't lose to the Saints. But you can easily argue they don't lose those two games at the end of the season. Now, mm-hmm. I will say losses really quickly i know we're, this is not what you were asking about those losses including the loss to the commanders earlier on the season best thing to happen such a wake-up call that we need jalen hurts and for me solidified that he is an mvp because everybody kept mm-hmm. claiming that quarterback can step in and this team will, will still win gardner Minshew comes in looking like a deer in the headlights and i was at the saints game it was brutal and everybody was booing him before the before halftime it was terrible to watch. Couldn't make a decision. Play, receivers are open. Guys are open. Couldn't get rid of the ball quick enough because it's not about just a plug and play. You need mm-hmm. Jalen Hurts. You need all these pieces. Hassan Reddick on defense. Jalen Hurts on offense. They are the reasons why the Eagles are in the Super Bowl. Now, I also openly said, had this been Tom Brady, Josh Allen, shoot, Brett Purdy, this is a different situation. <laughs> we put Brett Purdy on such a pedestal, and what he mm-hmm. did as the last pick in the draft is really mm-hmm. great. I'm gonna give him. I, I can give credit, but mm-hmm. had he been the quarterback of the Eagles, the way that they threw him on the top of the pedestal as a top quarterback because he won six games, I'm like, you literally have Christian McCaffrey. You've got Debo. You actually have guys you can just hand the ball off to, mm-hmm. and. That is an offense that is not a quarterback-designed offense. A lot of quarterbacks, I won't say any, a lot Mm -hmm. of quarterbacks could step into that O-line and be successful. Not the case with the Eagles. And to see the way that people disrespect Jalen Hurts, and I have to bring up race, I have to bring up the fact that at the end of the day, from the moment he was drafted, actually back in college, let's let's call it for what it Mm -hmm. is, he's been disrespected. Nobody has ever given Jalen Hurts his credit. 
And even now, with the season he had, leading the Eagles to the Super Bowl, the stats he had still aren't giving him that credit. But we still need to do a better job with black quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes uh, is the one, the exception. That half gets him across. That's super, super controversial for me to say, but it's the truth. So he's saying with us. He gets a cross. He gets a pass. Because Absolutely. If, if any other quarterback is in this position, this is mm-hmm. a totally different narrative. But now we want to say it's luck, it's injuries. If Brock didn't get hurt, they win that game. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to hear it. Because at the end of the day, they didn't win that game. And we don't base teams and success off of the shoulda, woulda, couldas, off mm-hmm. of balls or whatever else. We we base it off of who's winning games. At least that's what I've seen in the past. So, And now- to this point, the Eagles are up 69-14 in the playoffs. So. 69-14. They're they're destroying teams at this point. They're not squeak. If they had had a a, a close game to the 49ers going up against the fourth string quarterback, I could Mm -hmm. maybe see like, eh, all right. They blew out the Giants. They blew out the 49ers. It's it's over early. So it wasn't looking good before Purdy got injured. No, no. To me, once again. Uh, 49ers, y'all coach got y'all player, you got your quarterback killed. You know, that's 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 it's not like Purdy. It, 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 it wasn't a non contact in injury, it wasn't a dirty hit. Yeah, it's a you know, you know, it, it, it's like Carson Wentz getting knocked out when he gets hit in the back of the head at the end of a play is one thing. You just got blown up because you try to have a tight end two block the best uh, one of the He's arguably the best pass rusher in the league. Yes, mm-hmm. throwing the ball, you get blocked. That's why I said exactly. you can't take injuries because it wasn't a non-contact injury. If he's running and scrambling out of the pocket and steps wrong and twists the knee, that's one thing. You got mm-hmm. injured because your O line can't block for you and give you time, and we got to you and you got hurt and nobody and like it was said. It was not intentional. Nobody's going out there. Nothing dirty not about it. It wasn't, it wasn't dirty at all. That was a clean hit. The quarterback. Mm-hmm. It is. It is. Both quarterbacks is. get hurt. I wonder why. And as I was saying to JB, they're trying to just do little cute things schematically thinking, as Brandon Ayuk said, they can expose the Eagles' defense. Those things they're trying to do got both their quarterbacks knocked out the game. Like, they literally played a chunk of the second half without a guy who can throw the ball. Like, and what that had been the Eagles, because mm-hmm. no that, what that looks at is you have guys that aren't ready to step up to the big stage. Because injuries mm-hmm. sometimes really do happen. For Obviously, the, the offensive line has to protect the quarterback. But also the quarterback has to be able to get out of these situations. And you had mm-hmm. two quarterbacks that were not ready for the pressure that the Eagles defense was bringing. And in this case, unfortunately, they got injured because of it. But you could look, like you said, before each of their injuries, there were other plays that they also, our pass rushers, were getting to them and, mm-hmm. and, and rattling them. So w- let's call it for what it is. The Eagles are a good team. And now this good team is still playing. 49ers fans are mad. They got the whole offseason to complain and whine about what happened at their team. They can join the Dallas Cowboys. They can join the uh, New York Giants and all the other teams that are crying. We got a Super Bowl to watch this weekend. Yeah. We got a Super Bowl to watch on Sunday. Now, if 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 I may be allowed to uh, to state the obvious, 
because a lot of these e- these eagle haters have been throwing this in our face. So let's just state the obvious. Patrick Mahomes is not Daniel Jones. He's not Brock Purdy. Yeah, I hate that. I hate you, that. You know, like 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 that's a big shot. Wow, we didn't know that. You don't say. But the question does, and I'll pose this to both of you, like what do the Eagles have to do and do you believe they can do it to have some of that same success? I'm not saying you're going to be able to hold the Chiefs offense to seven points, but how do how does this defense and can this defense neutralize that Kansas City offense? Well, I'll go. You're gonna you're gonna hear me say this several times this week, so I'm just gonna put it out there now. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes, he's the best quarterback in the league. I'm not arguing that. Mm-hmm. That being said, he's injured one, so his mobility will likely be limited. His arm is a ama- he can throw the ball anywhere on all kinds of angles with mm-hmm. just a flick of the wrist, and it's, but his mobility is limited. His offensive line is not the greatest. And the big thing for me is that receiving core, while they're competent, there's no one that scares you. Mm-hmm. And if you don't have a receiving, or a single receiver that scares you, the Eagles' corners can man up across the board and the rest of the defense can come after a, la- a Mahomes who's lacking mobility. That's the way I see this game going. Yeah, so, I think it's it's ludicrous to me how much people are continuing to state the obvious. I'm glad you put that out there. We are well aware that Patrick Mahomes is is the best quarterback in the league. I say mm-hmm. one of the best, um, but is <laughs> one of the best quarterbacks in the league. He's not the same. This is not the same offense that we saw last week. They're not called the 49ers. They're not called mm-hmm. the Giants. They're the Kansas City Chiefs. It's a totally different mm-hmm. team. I will mm-hmm. say I'm in tech with Isaiah Pacheco, uh, Jersey native, which is always great to see from the area. Who's doing mm-hmm. really well? And Travis Kelsey is Travis Kelsey. But I agree. Like what you know, without having Patrick Mahomes at 100 percent that's a liability. And I know these couple of weeks of not of having off, you know, with the Pro Bowl last weekend gives Patrick Mahomes an extra week of rest, which I'm sure goes a long way. I actually hope he is 100 percent I want to beat them at 100 percent because mm-hmm. I'm tired of the excuses around injuries, and that's what everyone's gonna say. It's a Chiefs lose. Well, Patrick Mahomes was playing hobbled. So I'm hoping he's not. I'm hoping he's ready to go. I hope so, but I'm sure I'm sure you know as a former athlete that high ankle sprain can be worse than a oh, bone yes. break sometimes. That that high ankle sprain is it, it'll limit you at best. It'll yeah. it'll just come back randomly. You be, you're mm-hmm. thinking you're fine and then all of a sudden you step a little funny and bam, you re-aggravate it. But I will say I don't think the Eagles have to do anything outside of their normal routine. I think our usual scheme works just fine. I think that we can we have the flexibility in our offense, which is going to be a difference because we do have the upper hand. We're not the underdogs, even though mm-hmm. everybody's trying to count us out. So I don't think the Eagles have to do anything spectacular but play their own game and be four quarters consistent, you know. Don't make any any mis- like mistakes usually are the, the difference, especially once you get to this point. But try to be um, – I think they're mature enough. I think they're seasoned enough. And you want to try to have that experience mm-hmm. be a, a benefit, especially against a team like the Chiefs, who they've obviously not only won a Super Bowl in the last few years, but they've been here three times now. But so mm-hmm. have the Eagles in the last seven, you know, last five years. So 
Yeah, six seasons, five calendar years. Yeah, the numbers, I'm like, math. Um, <laughs> but that's but honestly, I, I think it's just gonna be a great matchup. I'm excited for all the storylines, two black quarterbacks, two youngest quarterbacks, the Kelsey mm-hmm. brothers, Andy Reid bold, you know, there's all so many great stories. I wish people would just stop trying to change the narrative to be Andy Reid fired Sirianni <laughs> in Kansas City. That part. There's a lot of storylines here. Sirianni's got a lot to prove, too. He's got mm-hmm. a lot to prove. And I guess, and and to me, it's like there are a lot of natural storylines within this game that we should be enjoying. You know, in, in the end, this is the best team in the NFC against the best team in the AFC. Two 14-win teams. 14 wins in a 17, in a, and now a 17-game series uh, season. You know, going at it. Here's, you know, uh, you, on one side, you know, you have a coach in his second year of coaching now in, his, uh, in the Super Bowl. On the mm-hmm. other side, you have a guy who could arguably be the greatest coach in the history of two different franchises. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, to, you know, there, there's, you know, I understand, you know, Doug, I think in this, in the same aspect that you call Nick Foles, the most, you know, he, Doug and Nick accomplished the highest height mm-hmm. they reach the ultimate goal but they might not be considered the greatest in franchise history they mm-hmm. you know they they made but the as of today they're the most accomplished most okay you want, as of you today but the super bowl makes the most accomplished. I'm, I'm i'm not arguing with that i mean that's the ultimate accomplishment in the sport so I'd say, have to say, as of today, Doug okay. and Nick are the most accomplished. Okay. I mean, oh, I mean, it's, like, I, I I look at that, you know, like, you know, like other stats, but I'm, like I said, I'm not that's, saying that's they're not, the I'm best. Yeah. I, I clearly didn't use the word best. That's a good dis- that differentiation. Accomplished, not the best. Not the mm-hmm. best. Okay. Okay. I, I will allow that. <laughs> but, but, but nonetheless, uh, these are all great storylines. And had we gone into the week talking about that, Mm-hmm. Other than you know, having to deal with you know the sour grapes from teams you, you, you smashed on the way, I would you know I would be I'd be a lot happier. Yeah, that's definitely the most annoying part. You know, you wish teams could just admit we lost, we weren't the better team that day, and again you get blown out. These games aren't close. You didn't lose on a last second controversial call, or something. Mm-hmm. you were out of the game by halftime. So it's it's ridiculous to still see teams sit up and say that you know they're at the Pro Bowl saying stuff. They're they're just giving the Eagles more bullet to board material, and, and I'm we'll all for it. it. We'll, we'll take it. So yeah. going into it, you had Renee. Do you have the Eagles winning on Sunday? Absolutely. Yes, that's all I know. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. It is, what, at this point of the season, you just have to be one to know. Nothing else yeah. matters. Nothing else is important. It is literally any, it is game seven. It is anybody's game at this point. So I don't care what all this, the stats and this and that and whatever, the parlays and over-unders, mm-hmm. just be one to know. And the Eagles I can do that. I hear you. I hear you. Where were you for the Super Bowl five years ago? Five years ago this week, where were you watching the Super Bowl? Uh, I remember like it was yesterday. I was watching from, I was watching my family actually. And then I drove into the city once they won and was running the streets with everybody else. 
<laughs> so I'm hoping to be running the street with everybody else again this time. <laughs> oh, that was fun. I, I watched the game right off City Line. So as soon as the game was over, we were out on the to the Ben Franklin Parkway and roamed from there. I was did, did either did you guys both go to the parade? I did not. I remember. I didn't I, go to the parade either. Mm -hmm. I remember if, I was working that day. I couldn't go. Yeah, I got it all out my, the night of out yeah, in the yeah. streets with the people that night. That if, if the opportunity presents itself, <laughs> would you go to the parade this time? I I live a lot closer now, so I'm definitely trying to be more mm -hmm. in in the mix in the streets <laughs> this time <laughs> for sure. But yeah, also I got look. I got to look at the weather to be honest yeah. because mm -hmm. I love the Eagles, but I am I am not willing to freeze now. So far, it's been kind of up and down. So if it's mm -hmm. if it's warmish, I'll I'll be out there. Um, warmish. <laughs> yeah, but if it's if it's like bitter, I don't know if it's raining or something. I haven't even looked, but if it's raining or something, I will be watching from a window. Uh, look, uh, I, I've said it. If if the situation presents itself, I went to the I went to the uh, to the parade before. I think I'm gonna sit this one out, but I reserve the right to change my mind if you know if need be. I think I'm going to sit this one out, watch it on television. It was good the first time. Lots of lifelong memories all in my social media, all the pictures. I, I still have them. But, yeah, you know what? I'm going to be on the couch for this one. If, if the opportunity presents itself, I'm not going to yeah. get ahead of myself. All right, look, Renee, I know we don't have you long, but let us know what's going on. How can people reach you? How can people talk to you? Where can people get in contact with the great Renee Washington? <laughs> oh, they're great. Thank you. Um, again, I appreciate you guys. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys having me on. I've got a lot of exciting things in the works right now. So definitely be sure to give me a follow at Renee P. Wash on Twitter, at Renee P. Washington everywhere else. My website, ReneePWashington.com. You know, just excited for what the, the new um, next couple months, I should say, will hold. So thank you guys so much for having me on. You see, I got, uh, my, thanks Eagles for having us. I got yes. my Eagles green uh, behind me, but uh, it's always a pleasure. That was a nice touch. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Renee, we appreciate you. Thank you. No thank problem. you. Thank you, guys. Go Eagles. Go yes. Birds. Go Birds. Ladies and gentlemen, that was, that was a great guest right there, man. Um, Look, we, that's, that's, that's what we that's do here on Jody of Brown. That's another person who needs to be on this show more often, man. We need to have Renee on. Talk to her. Enjoy talking to her. Uh, look, always, always good stuff when Renee's on. Hey, look, we got a lot going on this week. We're putting out a lot of content, talking to a lot of guests. We dumping out all our little contacts, all our contacts and, and, and people in the mental Rolodex calling people up. In fact, we might jump back on uh, the social and the YouTube later on today and talk more Eagles. All we need, all you need to know is hit us up Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BITW Sports or at Jonesy and Brown. Go to BITWSports.com. You can subscribe and download our podcast wherever you get your podcast from. That's Mike Jones. I'm John Brown. Remember, we here all week because we got a lot of football to talk. We got a lot of Eagles to talk. And the Jonesy and Brown show will be here this week as well. So we will talk to you guys next time right here on the Green Over Everything podcast. Peace, y'all. You feel this podcast? To hear this and more, go to SoundCloud.com.
slash B-I-T-W Sports or on iTunes or Apple Podcasts and search Best in the World Sports. You're listening to the Green Over Everything Podcast with Jonesy and my man Brown. Brown.